welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. In the summer of 1850, a traveling daguerreotype artist arrived in Dover with a horse and cart. In the cart were the camera, chemicals, and materials needed to make the images appear on silver-coated copper plates. Daguerreotypes were the early version of what later became photographs. This technology was first developed in Europe and eventually made its way to Dover, Vermont, in the back of this traveling cart. One of the Dover residents who was fascinated with the art of reproducing the likeness of people was Caleb Lysander Howe. C.L. Howe was 39 years old, he was born in Dummerston, and when he became an apprentice to a Dover machine shop, after a few years, Caleb moved to Brattleboro to work in machine-related business there. In 1837, there was a financial collapse and many businesses struggled. Caleb returned to Dover and worked as a farmer. In the winter months, he gave singing lessons and operated singing schools in various towns. In 1850, when the daguerreotype cart arrived in Dover, C.L. Howe was so interested in the pictures produced by the traveling artist that he visited the cart three days in a row. The owner of the traveling studio saw how interested C.L. Howe was in the daguerreotype process and offered to sell the cart and all of its contents to him. Caleb Lysander Howe bought the traveling daguerreotype cart and its contents for $300. The owner of the cart showed Caleb how to operate the equipment and left town. The process of turning silver-plated rectangular pieces of copper into images proved to be harder than C.L. Howie ever imagined. After a few failures, he realized his investment would become a disaster if he didn't learn the proper technique soon. He decided to go to Boston to learn what he could about business. Fortunately, he visited the daguerreotype studio of J.M. Black, and after four days left with the knowledge he needed to successfully capture images onto plates. C.L. Howe became a daguerreotype artist. He first moved to Wilmington, Vermont, then North Adams, Massachusetts, and in 1856, he bought the J.L. Lovell Studio in Brattleboro. C.L. Howe operated his studio in Brattleboro, but also traveled through all parts of Wyndham County and over into Bennington County, as well as into New Hampshire, stopping a week or two in a place making pictures. This technology was new to the area, and many people wanted images of themselves and loved ones. The old-fashioned daguerreotype one and one half inches by two inches sold for one dollar while a larger two by four inch version was five dollars. Having a daguerreotype album of images in your home became a status symbol. People impressed one another with the size of their daguerreotype albums and the number of images stored within its pages. C. L. Howe employed two and sometimes three men to staff his Main Street studio. In the 1860s, there were between 20 and 40 sittings a day in the studio. In the early days of the photographic business, Caleb Howe and his employees worked from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and generally came back for two hours in the evening. Daguerreotypes were replaced by glass ambrotypes, then tin types, shortly followed by the paper photograph. During the Civil War, when so many troops were stationed here, C.L. Howe's business increased rapidly and was the largest photographic studio in the state. C.L. Howe's studio was first in the Cutler Block from 1856 to 1865, and then in the Union Block until 1880. C.L. Howe's sons became his partners, and the business operated beyond his death in 1895. Many of the early images of Brattleboro can be traced back to Caleb Lysander Howe. Similarly, C.L. Howe's ancestry can be traced back to the early days of Fort Dummer. One of his local ancestors was also named Caleb Howe. In 1741, the Howes were one of the first English families to move into what later became Vermont. From the beginning, the Howes were violently involved in taking Abenaki land. Caleb Howe took part in many battles with the Abenakis, beginning in the late 1740s. 
Some of Caleb Howe's adventures were shared in the book, Not Without Peril, written by Marguerite Alice. In 1755, Caleb Howe was killed in an Abenaki raid just south of Fort Dummer. His wife and children were taken prisoner by the Abenaki and brought to Canada. Much of the book, Not Without Peril, tells their story. Caleb Winter Howe was also a lover of music. By all written accounts, he was a fine singer. He had operated singing schools before he became involved with photography and continued to lead local choirs throughout his life. He also passed his musical interests on to his children. His son, Lucian Howe, became a well-known pianist, and his daughter, Mary Howe, became a famous singer. In the 1880s and 1890s, Mary Howe was an opera star. By the late 1890s, she had toured Europe and most eastern cities in the United States. She retired from professional singing in 1905 and lived until 1952. Caleb Windsor Howe embraced a new technology and continued to update his skills through the early years of photography. His images have found their way into many publications and can also be located in our Brattleboro Historical Society collection. C.L. Howe left a legacy of images, which we continue to enjoy today. We'd like to thank Rahaf, Maddox, Emily, Remy, Kaz, Nina, and Ida for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.